Your Money Replay from Money FM 89.3. Influence with Michelle Martin on Your Money, only on Money FM 89.3. 99.co has inked a binding agreement to take over operations of ASX listed REA Group's consumer brands, iProperty.com.sg in Singapore, and Ruma123 in Indonesia. This joint venture immediately places 99.co as a market leader over in Indonesia. And along with a significant investment from REA Group, it is positioned to take market leadership in Singapore and South East Asia, but what is it really going to take? 99.co also recently announced its $15 million US dollars Series B fundraise in August, helping the company raise its market value to over $100 million US dollars. How will this acquisition benefit 99.co and businesses in Singapore and Indonesia? We put that question now to my guest in Influence. He is CEO and co-founder of 99.co, Darius Chung. Good morning, Darius. Good morning. Morning. Thank you for being here. So Thank tell you. us about the story. Why did 99.co decide to acquire the operations of REA Group's consumer brands, Ruma123.com in Indonesia in particular, and iProperty.com.sg here in Singapore? Yeah, it's pretty straightforward, actually. It's the simplest of stories. So in Southeast Asia market, there are three big groups. The two big older groups is Property Guru, our chief competitors, and iProperty Group, which is part of REA. And we are the kind of new kids on the block with an upcomer with new products new innovation, trying to challenge the market. It's a three-horse race. In markets like Singapore, Indonesia, combining the two forces between us and REA, so iProperty.com.sg as well as Ramon23, would put us in a great position to challenge the leadership and become the number one in the market, in these two markets. Fantastic. So what will this agreement really mean for 99.co and the REA group? In Indonesian market, this would put us as clearly number one with about 70% of the market share. So what that gives us, from a consumer standpoint, consumer can benefit from having all the listings selection across the two portals is syndicated with each other. So you can go to either ways and you're able to find all the listings in the market so you can find better choices and make better decisions. From us as a company standpoint, we're going to be able to achieve better efficiency, better profitability, and thus we can get to the important things, which is solving the big problems that's going to come in the market. Mm, and what do you see some of those big problems being? Oh, wow. Uh, there's a lot of them. I mean, as a property portal, really, I think that uh, we've barely scratched the surface in terms of what we can do or what we should be doing. Most of the time, people are coming on, they're finding a listings and off they go. They go offline and they talk to somebody, uh, talk to an agent or a seller or developer offline. And really, most of the journey is offline. However, this doesn't really solve a lot of the deep problems in the market. So, for example, if you're a property owner and you might be a business owner and you have some cash flow issues, you want to be able to cash out quickly on your property. And you don't really have a good way to do that today. So that's an example of a problem that we would like to solve. If you are a a young professional, just graduated, the affordability gap is getting bigger and bigger. There's no way you can purchase a property. Even Mm -hmm. the down payment in Singapore is minimum, what, 200 grand? Mm-hmm. So that's very, very challenging. So however, a lot of people are missing out. So because of that, a lot of people are missing out on the property boom. Now, the question is, how can we enable them to be able to invest and participate in a property boom without actually purchasing an entire unit of property? So this is some of the big challenges we would like to take on. Interesting. So maybe looking at co-sharing or enabling co-ownership of properties. Absolutely, yeah. Really interesting. He's Darius Chung, co-founder and CEO of 99.co. Would you say the Singapore marketplace is ripe for disruption? It's the premise that 99.co is built on, right? But where does yeah. it stand right now in terms of the marketplace? 
Yeah, we've been in Singapore market for the last five years. We started here. We are actually a very strong challenger in the rental market, over 50% market share. That's where we started. Actually, this platform started because we are renters ourselves when we were young when we started this company. So this way we found that there's a lot of technology that should be used that is not really being used and we are now over 50% market share in rental market. We continue to look to look to um, take on the challenger, uh, ch- uh, challenge the, the market leader in, in the sale, resale market. And I think along with iProperty, um, we are able to do that uh, very efficiently in the next two years. Mm, and tell me a little bit about the technological innovations you're looking to to help with the further disruption. Yeah, so I think we started in the rental market, for example, with a lot of map-based, convenience-based technology. So, for example, you're able to go to 99.co today. You're able to say that, hey, I work in this place. I want to see plus minus three MRT stations. What are my options for a two-bedroom under $3,000 for rent? Or what is the best PSF for a unit of property I would like to purchase? That's, for example, a technology innovation that only 99.co provides to the market today. The sort of heat map. Not just the heat map, but for example, I'm able to filter to look at, okay, if I work in, let's say, uh, one north station on the yellow line, plus minus three stations or six stations in one go, I can screen and say that, okay, which is the best choices in these six stations? Mm, mm. Now, traditionally, what you have to do is to actually go through this listing one by one, page by page. You have to build an Excel sheet. You have to kind of list them out all out. And it's really, really challenging to make good decisions if you're going through thousands of listings without actually being able to compare them. So we enable people to compare those listings quite efficiently. We see a lot of opportunity in being providing data to the market in terms of being able to provide good pricing data. What should a buyer pay for a product? What should a seller price the property? So this actually shortens the property transaction cycle because both sides have realistic expectations. Mm. And perhaps even to the point that this can be a lot more online than offline. So moving from targeted searches to maybe information that could help with targeted pricing. Yeah, exactly. I understand that the REA Group will also invest eight million US dollars into this joint venture. How will this money be used? Yeah, so this is of course set at the backdrop that we have just raised fifteen million dollars earlier this year. Mm. So a lot of that is for expansion and also market consolidation in, for example, Indonesia. In Indonesia, we barely started in terms of disrupting the market. So there's a lot more that we're doing in Indonesia to consolidate our leadership there. Mm. Today, we're 70% market share. Now, the second thing we do, actually, that's going to be different, is that 99.co is a very innovation, technology-driven company. So a quarter of that money actually goes to R&D. So we're looking to expand our R&D headcount from 70 today to double that to 140 in the next one year. So bringing a lot more innovation to the market. I think that's something that perhaps we, one of the reasons we partner with REA, because REA, does not have local engineering team in Singapore, Indonesia, and we do. Mm-hmm. And that makes a difference. What do you see are the mega trends of property coming up for the next generation in terms of affordability? And, you know, this is a very mobile generation. What do you foresee are mega trends that will apply to them? Yeah, you're exactly right. So we touched on that a little bit just now. These two trends are interlinked. So mobility, for example, if you look at young professional across the top 10 metropolitan cities, if I remember correctly, I think we saw that over the last five years, the average duration they stay in one city has dropped by half from something like five years to two and a half years or something like that. People move around a lot more and a lot faster. Today, you're in Singapore, tomorrow, getting a job in Mumbai. That's one. The second thing that's related to that, so the idea of home being a permanent place, a permanent purchase, is quickly, quickly disappearing. 
if you ask a young person today, home is an investment. It's a nice to have if I happen to stay there. If it's not, I'm happy to rent it out. I'll take the money and rent it somewhere else. Mm. So it's very, very mobile. The second thing, on the other hand, is more of a downer. Affordability gap continue to increase. Uh, property price globally increases much faster than income. So many youngsters today will, say, will have to save five, ten years just to make a down payment. Now, in that period, their money is not doing a good job for them in terms of putting gains. Often, it's just in the savings account. Yep. And while property market is getting 10%, 15%, yield and capital gains. So from that perspective, I think certainly what we see as a trend, what we were looking to do is that there are two big things. One is on the mobility side, we certainly see a new class of product coming out in the market. So for example, in Singapore, one of our very good partner CP residences is a co-living operator. So they are able to take property, make them furnished, make them ready to move in. It's almost like service apartments Mm -hmm. and you can rent it for as, as short as three months. Right. And we are seeing them grow very, very fast on our portal. But more affordable than a service apartment. M- much more affordable right. than, than the traditional service apartments, a branded one. So it's kind of in between the traditional long-term rentals, but not as pricey as service apartments. Mm. And I think that category is increasingly in, in huge demand. So for example, this partner, CP Residence, is growing very fast on our platform. Uh, in Indonesia, we have similar partners who are doing on a daily basis, a weekly basis. You can rent it for one week. So it's almost competing with hotel instead. And it's very, very cost efficient compared to hotel. That's for mobility. But related to that, as young people are moving around and living in living shorter and shorter period, they're saving up money. And the question is, how can I invest this money? Can I actually turn that around and say that, you know what? These co-living operators are doing pretty well. Why don't I also invest in that without buying a property? I can buy like 1% of this building or 1% of this setup. And I can get some rental yield from that and maybe some upside from that as a capital gains down the road. Sounds like new generation timeshare. It is, except that it's not a scam. (laughs) (laughs) Actual (laughs) occupancy, actual daily rates, actual profit margins. (laughs) Love that. You are one of the co-founders of 99.co. Darius, what is some... Can you tell us about how it all started and just a little bit of the origin story of 99.co? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, We started with two partners of mine, so three founders together. So we were basically young people. We were renting ourselves and we, we thought the experience was not optimal and being engineers, I'm an engineer, my two founding partners are also engineers. We were 100% sure we could build a better product (laughs) and we were 100% sure the market needed it and it was very easy for us to get started so we just basically started one day and said, well, we've got to build a better product and ask, you know, the agents to come post listings and for consumers to start searching and it just worked right away. So you had um, no property background? No, I had no property background. So I was like a complete tag guy. I became a landlord. It was inefficient as a landlord. It was also inefficient as a renter and rented in Singapore for 20 years at that point. So I have lots of experience as a customer. Of course, what we underestimated or what we learned along the way as a challenge is learning that property is really, really diverse yes. and it's so interesting. So going from rentals to, um, to, to, to buying a property, buying HDB uh, upgraders and investors. And then there is there are REIS, there are commercial, there's industrial. So we just keep learning and expanding in terms of um, what we serve the market to do. But definitely, I think our core principles are bringing transparency, reliability with technology to make it simpler and easier for users um, remain the same. And this is five years ago. Yes, this was five and a half years ago. This is an incredible story of success for a startup hoping to scale. What do you say to would-be entrepreneurs listening in? I would say, especially in the context of today, build a real business with a real profit margin, not go after vanity metrics. 
real profitable business. Go after that. Well, it's been really great talking to you. Congratulations. And we look forward to more news headlines with 99Co in it for all the good reasons. Darius Chung, co-founder and CEO of 99.co, my guest in influence. Thank you. Thank you, Isha. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download the SPH Radio app available on Google Play or the App Store.